0: I remember seeing things like a gas station lifted off its foundation and moved across the parking lot. I remember there was this dentist office where the entire building was gone everything, all the walls, the plumbing, but a single dentist chair was left bolted to the ground. And it felt like it felt like an impossible task for these communities.
1: From outside, This is The Daily Rally, short stories of resilience in the face of big challenges and unexpected adventures. Today, a student volunteer learns the power of a community to restore balance in the world. After this.
0: I'm Stephanie Prelwitz. I live in Ripon, Wisconsin. I'm the CEO of a nonprofit organization called the Green Lake Association. I am an engineer. I'm a gardener. I'm a mother. I'm a wife. And I'm trying to keep it all in balance. I was a sophomore at the University of Kentucky, and I was studying biomedical engineering. So I was working in labs, you know, dissecting mice, and Hurricane Katrina happened. I took my fall break with a student group and I headed down to Pass Christian, Mississippi, east of New Orleans. We were tasked with going there to help with the cleanup, and often we were working with the homeowners themselves to kind of provide some relief, an extra set of hands, to help them kind of clean up the wreck. The hurricane happened in August, so months had passed, and it was still in disarray. It looked like the day after it happened. Obviously, I wasn't affected like the entire community was, but what I saw there, I think, forever changed me. What I saw is that past Christian, Mississippi, was completely destroyed it was leveled Uh, nothing was standing there rubble that filled entire city blocks was as high as buildings old photographs and heirlooms and history it was all washed away it seemed out of balance that nature was out of balance Um, The hot summer, it was this, like, oppressive heat. We slept in a hollowed-out church, so just the frame of the building existed and a roof, and so we slept in our sleeping bags. I remember one time pulling out moldy insulation, pulling out refrigerators that had been rotting in the sun. We, you know, had to duct tape them shut and make sure that the black oozing goo didn't make its way out of the refrigerator onto your arms. It felt, it felt impossible. I think for me, the moments of hope were during mealtime. Putting on a lunch or a dinner for an entire community was no small feat. And still seeing that people found, like, moments to laugh and to smile and to talk about their day, these were people who kind of lost everything, but they still had hope. And what was so inspiring was that working together and seeing the community working together, you know, made a difference. We didn't solve all of the problems, but in this teeny town, in this single community that we were able to work together to make a difference felt like somehow restoring that natural balance. So I came back to Lexington and I ditched biomedical engineering. I got out of the lab and I changed my major to biosystems and agricultural engineering. And so that for me really opened the door where I got to learn about these like living, breathing systems using engineering and biology to work with communities to solve environmental problems. I worked for a few years um, at a consulting engineering firm, at a civil engineering firm, and I was sizing bridges and sizing culverts and doing erosion control plans. But for me, it was missing that people component. So I went back to grad school in the same major at Madison. I found myself living in Ripon, Wisconsin, then took a job at the Green Lake Association. Green Lake is in central Wisconsin, and it's in the Lake Michigan watershed. So the water that flows from Green Lake makes its way northward and eventually drains in Green Bay to Lake Michigan. The mission of the Green Lake Association is to safeguard this amazing lake, to improve its water quality, and to really protect it from critical threats. Last summer... Right after the 4th of the July weekend, we started to hear some noise from really concerned neighbors about this non-metallic mine, which is really a quarry that was going in their neighborhood. And what was so alarming to us is that this non-metallic mine that would be 40-acre gravel pit would be a single farm field away from these really incredible Springs, which are well known in the community, I think revered. These are magical spaces. They form the headwaters of our trout streams. And also, this is the same groundwater that is flowing into people's drinking water wells. And literally just that year, we had learned that brook trout were finally naturally reproducing in Dakin Creek. They were last seen 70 years ago. Um, The Green Lake Association worked on this project to bring brook trout back. And not only were they living and thriving, but they were naturally reproducing, which is such an important indicator of the water quality. And so when this mine project came along, I think the whole community realized what was at stake. We worked in the coming months and we filed an appeal to the Board of Adjustment. So we rallied the hell out of the community. All of that came together on December 23rd, two days before Christmas. There was a blizzard like I had never seen before, and I thought, we're gonna lose the community voice here. But when I showed up at the courthouse, there was a line out the door. And as I weaved my way through the line and went through security, what I saw was that there was probably 100 people in the courthouse. There were you know, hundreds of people joined online. For hours, during public comment, people came to the microphone. I remember hearing from a dairy farmer who lived across the street. He was worried about the quality of the water and the quantity of the water that he relied on to water his dairy cows. We heard stories from the Ho-Chunk tribe who talked about the spiritual value of these properties and how much it mattered to not have kind of short-term gains permanently degrade these natural resources. And so, yes, we had the science and we had the data to show that this mine was going to be a problem, but I think most importantly, I felt like the community carried us through. Their stories were so powerful that we were able to stop the mine. When I think about what we were able to accomplish, it reminds me so much of what I saw in Hurricane Katrina. I think a lot of the work is about community trying to bring back balance, to make these natural systems resilient, so that when the next challenge comes along, that they're more able to cope with it.
1: Stephanie Prelowitz is the CEO of the Green Lake Association, a winner of the 2022 Defender Service Award. Established by Land Rover, these awards recognize the nonprofits doing selfless service for their communities every day. You can learn more about the Green Lake Association at greenlakeassociation.org. This story was produced by Sarah Fuss Kessler. We want to hear your stories. Please nominate the people in your life who found a way to rally. Go to outsideonline.com slash dailyrally where you can also see photos of many of our guests. The Daily Rally was created for Outside by me, Kat Jaffe, and House of Pod. The executive producer for Outside is Michael Roberts. Additional production and script editing by Marin Larson and additional editing by Sarah Fuss-Kessler. Our audio editors are Kevin Seaman and Benny Beausoleil. And our music is composed by Louis Weeks. We appreciate our Outside Plus subscribers who make this show possible. To learn about the many benefits of a subscription and to subscribe now, go to outsideonline.com slash plus. Thank you for listening.